This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Reds Hot Stove Room. The Reds are on the radio. The Reds Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks Tavern and Grill, Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, JTM Food Group, MSA Architects, Thompson McConnell Cadillac, and by Document Destruction. The Reds Hot Stove League is also brought to you by... And this one belongs to the Reds! CBTS, a Cincinnati Bell Company, technology solutions for business. Your Tri-State Chevy dealers. Check out Chevy's award-winning lineup only at your Tri-State Chevy dealers. The Healthcare Management Group, greater care for greater Cincinnati. And by Woody Sander Ford, I-75 at Mitchell Avenue, right in the middle of everywhere. Now, the Reds Hot Stove League on News Radio 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. And a pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Holy Grail Banks. Let me hear it from you. This uh, this is an impressive crowd tonight. Uh, I'm pleased to be working with Jim Day. Uh, Jimmy, you've held up well since uh, I'm good. I've been gone forever and finally back in town after spending time in the Caribbean and Sarasota. And I suffered a, a level of despondency that's hard to articulate getting on that airplane Monday to fly back here, and the temperature in Sarasota was 80 degrees. I had a tough time. And you got the bronze tan to show for. Yeah, I, the thing that amazes me is you spent a week with us on the uh, Reds cruise, or the all-star baseball cruise, and you still look like you've been painting closets. I knew that line was coming out. Um, it's called sunscreen. It's also called sick. You look good yeah. to me, Jim. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> the reason we have this full house tonight, and it's it's a it's a level of pleasure for me because he's always been one of my favorite people in the game, and I I think that uh, there are a number of people that uh, when the announcement was made that Buddy Bell was quote unquote coming home as a vice president and senior advisor to General Manager Dick Williams, that we got a real baseball man in the front office now. And uh, Buddy Bell, nice to have you uh, with it's us. It's great pal. to be here, Marty and Jim. I, uh, thank you. Thank you. Give, give me an idea of the process around which this this happened, that you, you came back to Cincinnati. Well, actually, it was a, it was a really tough decision for me because I had been with the White Sox for a long time. Right. This, this is actually the second time I was with the White Sox, and Jerry Reinsdorf is a terrific friend of mine. So um, last year in, 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 in the winter, we hired a guy named Chris Getz who had played in our organization for – for a few years and played with the Royals and a couple other teams. And, and, and we brought him over, and he is exceptional. Right. And I, I, I thought at that time, I said, you know what, i got to get kind of – I got to kind of let him do his own thing. So I went to Jerry, and I asked him, I said, look, I, I think Chris is good enough to do this on his own. I'd like to look at other opportunities. And in the back of my mind – you know, I was really hoping that the, the Reds had some interest. Right. And I always had a, a, a feeling that that I could come back here at some point. But I didn't ever know. I, I didn't know when. I didn't know if uh, there, there was any opportunity here. 
so the first people that I called were, were the Reds. Jerry gave me the opportunity to call some people, and I called Dick, and and he he uh, he made it work. And I'm not quite sure exactly what I'm doing yet. That's all kind of going to evolve. I'm going to work with Brian a little bit on the major league level with Walt and and Dick, and then also on the player development level. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of everything, which which is really what I want to do. But the the biggest thing for me though, Marty, is being back home. Right. I mean I'm, I mean shoot, I've known you forever, and. Uh, I know a lot of guys in player development. I know a lot, a lot of guys on the co- uh, major league coaching staff. But it, it's, you know, taking the Cincinnati out of you is really hard. <laughs> and so I, it's, it's really nice for me to be back here. I know you're in the infancy stage of, uh, and you, you, like you just said, you're not sure exactly what the role is going to be. But from the interviews I've heard you have uh, so far, uh, a lot more on the major league side than maybe you did with the White Sox, and how excited are you to be more involved at the major league level? Well, I think that was one of the reasons why I, it, it was a little bit easier for me to to, to leave the White Sox because I, I was doing I was traveling with a major league team uh, in Chicago. Uh, their their uh, coaching staff is phenomenal as far as I'm concerned, so they did, they really didn't really need me around. Probably either Brian doesn't need me around either a whole lot, but um, I, I, I felt like I, I wanted to be more involved on the major league end of things. Mm-hmm. And Dick has given me the opportunity to do that. I've talked to Walt quite a bit. I've spent a lot of time with Walt out in Arizona before I came here. So I'm really getting familiarized with, with the players, uh, the major league players here. I know them, but I don't really know them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know what makes them – click i don't know how you know you know how, how they go about their day and things like that that maybe i could help them with but um but working in the major leagues at this point in my life is important uh but i also have a real passion for for player development as well buddy having been as long as you've been in the american league with the white Sox, and now you come into the national obviously over the course of uh, a number of baseball seasons you've got a chance to see a lot of national league clubs you you have a, a, I would assume, a working knowledge. Uh, maybe not so much about the players on our club, but but players on the, the other teams that you've seen over the last number of years. Yeah, well, with interleague play, it makes it a lot easier. You know, I, I actually like the interleague play, but I like the National League game. Right. I, I've always liked the National League game. I've, I've preferred managing in the in the National League. I just think it's easier. I don't know. It's easier to keep your players happy. I think. Mainly just because they play more, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I have a pretty good I, I have a pretty good feel for the players and how the game is played. You know, the game is still played the same way, but the the, the how you get information now, and and what that has done to our game, we, we, we I, I think we have to get a better grasp of that. I, I still think the scouting department in your organization is by far the most important part of your organization. Uh, getting eyes on players are still is still the most important thing for me, but the information that we're getting is is, is you know is, is confirming what the scouts have always told us, and I think that's important. So it's really a matter of blending, uh, for want of a better term, old school baseball. That is when you lived and died by the recommendations of scouts and the analytic part of it, and try to find a happy medium between the two of them. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, I, and I think we're getting closer to that. 
I, you know, I, I think it's been, 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 you know, a lot of clubs have gone to that, probably more than, than most. You know, you talk about the Dodgers and Houston, for example. Right. I mean, they, 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 that's that's what they do. That's, you know, they put their lineups together like that and, and things like that. But yeah, the blend is important. However, I think the human element is right. is by far the most important part of it. it you, that that will never. I mean, I think there's some organizations that are trying to change it, but I just don't think you. I, I just I I don't think it's the right way to do it. Yeah. So. I know you're just getting familiar with the 40-man roster that the Reds have right now. No secret that they need some help in the pitching department, the bullpen. Uh, could use another starter and a couple of the young guys to step up and Homer Bailey to continue his comeback. What do you think of the position players that the Reds have right now? How familiar are, are you with them right now? Well, I'm, I'm very familiar with them. I, I, you know, I, I, again, Jim, I know who they are. I know, I don't, you know I'm still trying to... To understand how how it all fits, you know, mm-hmm. as far as the rebuild, if you will, um, you know, I, pitching is always going to be the most important thing. I really like the third baseman. Yeah, I, I, I really like the third baseman. And, you know, one of the, I, you know, he was a shortstop early on in his in his career. And most third basemen that they will tell you this, it's a really hard transition from going yeah. to short to third. You know, all you got to do is ask Cal Ripken that, and uh, Alex Rodriguez, and guys like that who moved from short to third. But this guy has made him a really has made himself a really good player. Yeah. So the, then, then you know, we have some younger kids that are, you know, at, at some point we're going to see them in the next couple of years. We talk about Senzel and guys like that. Okay, what happens to them if 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 Suarez is a third? They can always find a place for Senzel, I think. He's one of. The, I do. A, I did you a lot. You scouted that draft, right? Yeah, I yeah. Say, I, I've been scouting that, the, these kids for probably five to six years now, which I really enjoy that part of it too. Um, you know, Joey Votto's might be the best hitter in baseball right now. Probably is. Um, yeah, it was trying to figure out, you know, some other uh, some other guys, but I'm very familiar. Be anxious to see what we do in the next couple of weeks at the winter meetings. Buddy Bell is our guest on this Hot Stove League edition from the Holy Grail Banks. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser. Stay with us. The Reds Hot Stove League is back live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser. And fans, the Reds holiday gift pack is on sale now, starting at only $40. The gift pack includes... Four ticket credits, good towards any combination of games next season. Plus, you get a limited edition luxury throw blanket featuring the Great American Ballpark Skyline. Purchase your Reds holiday gift pack today at the Reds kiosk located in the Kenwood Town Center or at reds.com slash holiday. Some restrictions apply. I'm Jim Day. My pleasure to be working alongside tonight. The Hall of Famer, Marty Brenneman, and our special guest, uh, and we welcome him back to Cincinnati. He is the new vice president and senior advisor to the general manager. Please welcome again Mr. Buddy Bell. (laughs) Buddy, we were talking in the last segment uh, a little bit about the analytic side of baseball, which so many teams are going to. Um, I guess I would love to know where you stand on the, the sabermetrics part of it, and you kind of touched on this a little bit. One thing that it can't measure, it can't measure heart, it 
can't measure effort and it can't measure intestinal fortitude, if you know what I mean. So how are you going to blend that? Because the, the front office, let's face it, there are a lot of sabermetrics guys in there right now. How are you going to mix in with that group? Look, I, I, I'd, I'd look at this like everything else in baseball and, and, and in business or whatever. It's just an, another resource. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to it um, in, unless I, I, I really need something. I really need to confirm what I'm looking at. And I think that's what it's. I, I think that's what it's good for. I think it just confirms what our eyes see. I mean, I, I, I think it's it's something that we need. I think it's it's something that a, an organization should do their best. I, I don't think you should ever fall behind in this day and age, technologically. Technologically, I think you need to stay on top of that. Um, but I. I enjoy looking at it. I, I enjoy looking at the numbers. I enjoy, again, the confirmation that, that it gives me. Or, you know, for instance, if, if I'm really stuck on a guy, I'll go to the numbers and it'll tell me exactly what I want to see. And I, and I, and I think that's important. And, I, and, I, and Marty touched on it before. I think the blend is the most important thing. Yep. And I also think that it's important that the coaches understand what it could do for them as well. I don't think a, I, I, I don't think you'd be wise by saying, "Hey, I don't want to see this." It's just like somebody saying, "Hey, I don't want to," you know, "I don't want to know how to use a computer." I mean, that that for me is is that's way too old school. I'm I know how to work a computer. I know how to work an iPhone. I don't know how to work much else, <laughs> but. Um, but I think the, the analytics is an important part of our game now. It's going to be here for a while. We just have to learn how to blend it. Buddy Bell is with us. He'll be here for uh, the next five or six minutes until we reach the bottom of the hour. Um, as far as spring training is concerned, will you be on the field? Will you be working with players? What will be your role once we go to Scott? No, as far as I, I, I don't think I'm going to be in uniform. At this point in time, I'm not going to be in uniform. I'm going to, I'm going to be with... Uh, Dick quite a bit, and Brian, I, I understand. Um, I kind of, I kind of walk over the player development end right. a little bit. Um, but I, it, at this point, I'm not going to be in uniform. It doesn't look like it. I haven't been in uniform in, my goodness, probably 10 years old, Martin. Well, you mentioned you mentioned Suarez. Would there be a time when, and quite honestly, with the improvement the kid has made from. Uh, but when he first went to third base, it's truly miraculous because I never thought we'd reach the day where we would say of his performance defensively that he is close to being about as good as it gets in our league. Arenado is in a, a yeah, league by himself. Right. But this guy here through hard work, not to say he can't improve even more. You were one of the greatest third basemen defensively in the history of this game. Is there anything you can bring to his table? Oh, I, sure, absolutely. I'm, and, and I'm not afraid to say it either. Right. You know, I'm... I'm you know, I shoot. I can remember coming up and listening to all the great players. I'm not saying that I was a great player, but all the players that were around me. I mean, I'd be an idiot not to to, to listen to them, and and they were kind enough to me uh, to give me yeah. the advice. So I I kind of look at it the same way. But I'm I'm going to have an opinion. Um, it'll be a respectful opinion, but but I'll have an opinion. Did you ever think you'd be where you are right now? I mean, I remember you as a player. I, I don't. I don't know. I could. I could 
point to David Bell and say David Bell one day has a chance of managing or coaching or something of that ilk in the big leagues. Quite honestly, I don't know whether I could have said that about you. However, you've managed at three different locations. You have been incredibly successful in the front office and on the field. Did you think you'd be here? No, and you're not the first person that said that, by the way. <laughs> well, I've known you long enough that I can say that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, I've been really blessed. You know, the, the people that I've met, and it's one of the reasons why I love being back here. I'm, I'm anxious to get reconnected with yeah. with you and Tommy and, 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 and all the guys that, that I love the Stowe's. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't – I haven't seen them yet. You know, I've seen, I saw Barry and Eric down in um, instructional league and such, but um, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are coaching or managing or in front office that I would have said the same thing to. <laughs> but you know, it seems like they're they're as good as they get. You know, they kind of understand, you know, the game really well, and they 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 love players. Yeah. And and they like the people that work in it. You don't necessarily have to play this game to to really get close to people. Right. So. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little bit surprised where I'm at right now. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, you know, I you, you know the kind of relationship we've had over the years. I mean, I got to get a little dig in there before yeah. this half hour is up. That's beautiful. Uh, a lot of you'd mentioned Nick Senzel. A lot of people are interested in this kid. Uh, with Suarez implanted at third base, uh, you've seen him. You think that he can play second base or maybe a corner outfield spot? Well, Give us your scouting when, report. When we were uh, when we were scouting him at uh, Tennessee, uh, what I do anyway is I I look at a player and I go, okay, you know what what can this player do? Well, he can use the barrel. Uh, he can catch the ball. He's got a good arm, good instincts. Then I say, okay, where else can he play? And, and and when I was looking at Senzel when, at Tennessee, I felt like this kid could play anywhere on the, on, on the field. So, you know, that's a I mean, that's a valuable tool. I mean, obviously, you'd like for him to play the position he was drafted at, but that's not always a luxury that you have. You have to be able to have some versatility. And I mean, you look around the leagues now, and you look at I don't know all the managers. Are, in their teams. I mean, they got guys playing all over that's the place. That's right. And that's a, that's a trend today now. You know, that's yeah. just the way it is. And, you know, and even in the minor leagues, we're playing guys in places that if I would have look, looked at them at the draft and said, this guy's going to play left field or right field or going to play first base, I would have said no. But we do that now just to give them the versatility so when they get to the big leagues and they can swing the bat. Because if you can swing the bat, you have got to right. find a position for them to play. Buddy, we're out of time as far as you're concerned. We didn't want to keep you too long. Uh, We certainly appreciate you coming out and being with us tonight. I'm thrilled to death that you're back in Cincinnati and back with this organization, and I know it's going to be a a very, very fruitful relationship. Well, it's awesome to see you for sure. Thanks, pal. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time with everybody and um, getting reconnected. So thank you very much for for inviting me. You bet. Great. Buddy Bell. Nice to have him with us. The Red Hot Stove League will be back live from the Holy Grail Bags presented by Budweiser. Welcome back to the Red's Hot Stove League live from the Holy Grail Bank. We're presented by Budweiser. We've got a great crowd here tonight. This is standing room only. I'm Jim Day with 
Hall of Famer Marty Brenneman. And the line, the autograph line for one Buddy Bell is a very impressive line as well. And once again, we'd like to thank Buddy for being here. Right. He's a new member of the Reds organization. And uh, like Marty, when I first heard that Buddy Bell was going to be in the Reds organization as the vice president and senior advisor to the general manager, first thought is great, great move by the club. It's it's a tremendous addition to the uh, to the baseball operation. Uh, he, the guy brings a wealth of experience to this ball club uh, as a player, as a manager, as a front office executive. I don't know that you could do any better than that, plus the fact, and, and this is not necessary, but it's always nice to have a guy like him that uh, is thrilled to death about being home. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's special. And mm-hmm. uh, without any question, he comes from one of the great baseball families uh, in the history of the game. His dad, Gus, was an outstanding player. And uh, his three boys, David and, and Ricky and Mike, all involved in the game. And, and Buddy having the career he's had managing at three different ball clubs and had a big league career that spanned 18 years. And was without any question, as I said earlier, that was not a suck-up line. He's truly one of the great defensive third basemen in the history of this game. And you talk about just the wealth of knowledge, not only playing so many years, but as you said, a manager three times in the league, has been in front offices, has seen more uh, baseball than most people will ever see in their lifetime. And to match up the numbers with to go to a guy that Buddy does this guy pass the eye test? What, right. what do you see? You've got to have that in your organization. I don't care how much you're involved with sabermetrics. You've still got to pass the eye test, and invaluable to have that guy right there. We're uh, open for questions. If you want to dial us up, it's 749-7000, 1-800-THE-BIG-1. Uh, if you're calling from outside the 513 area code, want to comment on our visit with Buddy Bell tonight or in anything uh, related to uh, the Reds ball club. Here we are in the last uh, handful of days of the month of November. Uh, next week we will reach the two-month mark since the 2017 baseball season came to an end. And, uh, of course, we've got Reds Fest right around the corner. And then after that, we've got the caravan. And then after that, God almighty, we've got spring training. Fans, be sure to enter for your opportunity to win the Hot Stove League Grand Prize. That is a customized Reds hand-painted bat courtesy of Mitchell Bat Company on March 28th during our final Hot Stove League show on opening day eve. Entry slips can be found next to the Mitchell Bat Company bat displayed with the weekly prizes. You mentioned spring training. Uh, it's still kind of weird to look down and see March 29th as opening day in Cincinnati on a Thursday. Yep. But it is what it is, trying to build in some more off days throughout the season. But the Cactus League schedule will kick off on Friday, February 23rd. I said February 23rd. Uh, That'll be a Goodyear ballpark against the Cleveland Indians. Then they'll play Colorado, uh, Cleveland, and the White Sox in a split squad game. So a whole month affair, more than a month affair at Goodyear, Arizona. So we're looking forward to that, but it all gets started on Friday the 23rd. I think pitchers and catchers report the 13th or 14th. So uh, that's pretty much right around the corner. Do you know when you're going yet? I don't. (laughs) I don't. Somewhere around that, right around when the pitchers and catchers report, I suppose. They they can't begin spring training unless you're out there now. (laughs) Yeah, they get You know what I'm talking about? Well, they get tired of looking at me. No, they don't. That's when it starts. See, you are tight with the players. No, that's a good thing. Here we go. 
you're tight with the players. And that, that's, that's important to have that type of liaison uh, from the broadcasters to the playing field. And uh, they may not like me or they may not like Tom or they may not like Creepy, but creepy. they like you. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? It's been my job. To, well, that's correct. Yes. And you've done a wonderful job of it. I mean, one of the highlights of the year last year, shows what kind of year the Reds had, was your interview with David Letterman. Oh, that was that was beautiful. Took exactly. a lot of courage to ask Dave for the interview. Well, you Took know. Took me seven innings to build up the courage just to ask him. He I, didn't like to do interviews. I know that. I'm aware of that, and yeah. you did a wonderful job of it. Well, thank we you. have a gentleman standing by to yes. ask a question. Young man, identify yourself and lay it on Jim, Ke- Jim Day. Hi, this is Jim. My name is Jared Hoffman, and I have a question uh what do you think of joe morgan's letter about not letting known ped users in the hall of fame like barry bonds and roger clemens coming out with a sizzling question here i'm 100 percent in favor of what he said i with all due respect to lance McAllister, and i listened to him yesterday and you can't wipe out that part of the history of uh, major league baseball but I think it's a stain on the game. Uh, he talked about Barry Bonds and seven uh, batting titles or however many times he won the Cy Young, I mean, the MVP award. Roger Clemens, a seven-time Cy Young award winner. How many damn times would they have won those awards had they not been juicing? Let's take, let's take that into consideration first. Well, you so, got him going, son. You got him going. I get hot under the collar. I'm 100% in favor of what Joe Morgan said. A lot of people talk about, they say, okay, the players of Joe's era took the so-called greenies or the amphetamines, um, which is true. However, when you're comparing them to steroids and performance enhancers. And you're right. The the greenies were very prevalent. They they were. I mean, you know, you can also drink four pots of coffee and and get the same effect. So there's no comparison to those to steroids, which makes you a behemoth, right. improves your eyesight. I mean, there's been many studies on what, what it's done. There's no comparison in that regard. But that was a hot take there, Marty. That was, that well, was it, it kind of uh, got me worked up a little bit. Well, Can you, you know imagine that me getting worked up about anything? I, I can't imagine. But I, for Joe to come out like that, um, I think took a lot of courage on his part. Uh, he's been very outspoken on many, many issues, but he knew that he was going to get some heat. Oh, yeah, from the other side of it. He doesn't it. care. He and, doesn't care. Uh, man, he just spoke his mind. i got to give him credit. Uh, you might not always like someone's opinion, but he laid it out there, man. He put his name on the line. That, that he did. The Reds Hot Stove League is back live from right here. The Holy Grail Banks presented by the folks at Budweiser. And we shall return after this. Tickets are on sale right now for this year's Fox Sports Ohio Red Fest presented by PNC Bank. It's coming up December 1st and 2nd at the Duke Energy Convention Center. Two days of fan interaction with current and former Reds players, including autographs and photographs and more. Plus, enjoy live music, interactive games for all ages, one-of-a-kind memorabilia, and more. Purchase your Reds Fest tickets right now at Reds.com slash Reds Fest. It is a big, big deal for anybody who's been there. I'm preaching, I'm sure, to the choir, and we all look forward to it. It's two big days of nothing but wall-to-wall baseball. Let's go to the phone and Covington, Kentucky, and Chad, you have the incredible honor 
of being our first and maybe only phone call of the night. Chad? Yeah, thank you, Marty. I was, uh, uh, my question or comment would be about uh, Keith Lafani, and I, I, I want to preface it by saying I understand that, that um, practicing medicine is, uh, is not an exact science, but uh, he missed a good part of um, 16 and all of 17. Correct. Uh, I don't understand why the option of Tommy John, uh, why they didn't just go ahead and do that. Because now when he comes to spring training next year, and God forbid, but if it happens, he blows his elbow out, you, you're talking about basically three and a half uh, missed seasons is what he's going to end up missing when and if that time comes. And, and as many problems as he's already had, sooner or later Tommy John is going to happen. Would you not agree? Well, I don't know that I totally agree with that. I do agree with you 100%. If they had had to do it all over again, they'll never come out and say we made a mistake. He should have had surgery. They'll never say that. But given the amount of time he's lost, and every time when you thought he was on the cusp of, of, of accelerating good health to get him back toward the mound, something happened, and they had to back off, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that as it stands right now, given the amount of time that he's missed, that he is a major question mark going into spring training. I I don't think with any degree of certainty you can say today we are counting on him to be a member of the five-man pitching rotation. You simply can't do that, Jim. One thing you got to keep in mind is that you've got to have the consent of the player to have the surgery. Now, I, don't, I haven't spoken to Anthony uh, on the record about it, but I'm not so sure he was keen on having the surgery. So you've got to have the player's consent to have the surgery. He can elect to rehab. That is his prerogative. But I agree with you. Right now, he's going to be part of the bonus plan. If you get something from him and he's healthy, obviously he's shown that he's a pretty good pitcher. But you cannot rely on him to be one of the five in the rotation going into spring training. He's going to be part of the bonus plan. All right, Chad. Yeah, thank you all, and have a happy Thanksgiving. You too, pal. Thank you very much. All right, the next caller is Dave Mainsville. Dave, how we doing? I'm doing great, buddy, and happy Thanksgiving to you. First off, let me. I got a question, and I got a comment. My comment is this: I and I think probably a couple hundred thousand other people hope that you can do this job until you're no longer physically or mentally capable. You are the best I've ever heard, and I mean that sincerely. Uh, physically and mentally able, there are those who would challenge the <laughs> mental part of it right now. <laughs> I appreciate your comment. That's very kind of you. I'll be around for a while. Good. We I can't you, define what really wild do. means, but I'll be around for a while. Yeah. Good. Here's my question for you. And I've often wondered this. I mean, like you, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been in every major league city multiple times. But when you're on the road for three, four, five days stretch in a city, the game is at night, maybe you got to rain out, what do you, what's a typical day like for Marty Brenneman? I mean, what do you do? You know, you get up in the morning, you eat breakfast, you read, you go out and see the sights. You've been to all these cities dozens of times. What, what is it? What's a typical day like for an announcer on the road? Well, you have to understand, until I, until Amanda and I uh, began our relationship that ended up in marriage, I rarely ever went anywhere. I never, there are places in every city that we went to, I never went because I was never a sightseer. She gets me off my butt and gets me out of the hotel and gets me traveling around and 
looking at sights that I should have seen millions of years ago. And if she's not with me, then I'm looking to play golf. Jim Day and I play golf together along with Chris Welch and Jeff Brantley and Rick Stowe. And uh, I read a lot. Uh, I read a lot of novels. I'm a big Kindle reader. Uh, so almost all of the above as those things that you stated at one time or another I'm involved in. I don't run the streets anymore. I used to do that. Uh, I'm too old to do that anymore. I look forward to laying my head down at night and get a good night's sleep and then get up in the morning. Dave would not know anything about running the streets, but it is what it is, boy. It is what it is. Well, I can attest to how active you are. What are we now, 75 years young? Yes, indeed. You are the most active 75-year-old I have ever seen. I can only pray that if I make it to 75, that I'm as active as you. I can attest that this guy hits the ground running uh, when... When that alarm goes off, and it goes off early for this guy, much earlier than it does for me, I'll well, tell you that. Well, I appreciate you saying that, but I subscribe to what Satchel Page used to say. Don't look back because it's gaining on you. Whatever it is, I'm trying to keep a fairly good distance between that and where I am. Well, uh, we got for answering program. that question. I appreciate it. All right, Bobby. David, really thanks, did. and have a great Thanksgiving, pal. Our final break, right, Mike Mills? He's the guy that runs the show here tonight. We'll continue with more from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser. Red's Hot Stove League is back live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser. Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser are proud sponsors of the Red's Hot Stove League. Grab your buds for our next show. It's next Wednesday, November 29th, with specials on Bud and Bud Light buckets at the Holy Grail Banks. Cincinnati's home for sports, and I believe that is the A-team next Wednesday. I would not determine that any team is the A-team or that, the B-team. Well, the A, I don't in, in my mind, way. I deem the A-team being Marty Brenneman, Tom Brenneman, star-studded hope, next Wednesday. I would only hope that those folks who are listening or those folks who are here at the Holy Grail Banks and plan to be here next Wednesday night will grill Tom Brenneman about some topics that have some real meat on the bone. I would like to hear his comments about what Joe Morgan said yesterday. I would love to hear Tom Brenneman express yeah. an opinion and, and uh, because he's so immersed now in the National Football League and, and all those clowns that take a knee when they play ring around the rosy, for God's sake. Uh, I want somebody to ask him a tough baseball question. Well, he's been known to have an opinion. Now, I don't know where he got this from. Creepy. Um but he's been known to have an opinion or two. Well, he's going to get that chance next week. That's all I know. And now you're going to be back the, the week after that? I believe. I'm uh, you're going to have to put up with me. I'm, uh, I'm nearly on every show. Well, Joe's there using is, wrong is working me to death over here. Yeah, I, if you call what we do work. But I, I'm glad to be here. And, you know, thank God that we have people like, uh, Joe, who's the voice of the Reds, and and uh, Charlie Frank, who without fail shows up when we're here. Rob Butcher periodically is with us. Uh, we The show could not be done without the help of those people Indeed. who work so tirelessly and don't look for any recognition. They're behind the scenes, and they work for us to make us put our best foot forward. And a lot of people from the Reds Community Fund are here tonight. Absolutely. We appreciate the men and women behind they the scenes are. that do such a great job with the Reds Community Fund. So uh, we thank you for that. We are on the eve of Thanksgiving. Yes, we are. What would be happening at the Brenneman household on Thanksgiving? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. We're just hanging out. we watching a little basketball, watching a little football. Uh, it's one of my favorite days of the year. 
to be able to do that type of thing one day and you know, no, you got nowhere to go and nothing to do. Very nice. We are out of time. Once again, our thanks go to Buddy Bell. Great to have him back in town. Great to have him again with the Reds organization. He was a major hit. We thank all of you folks for showing up here tonight. And if we had one wish, and that is to each and every one of you, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Here, here. Eat until your eyes bulge. And hopefully you'll be back with us next Wednesday night right here at the Holy Grail Banks for another edition of the Reds Hot Stove League. Thank you very much.